0: Hello everybody, my name is Mike. And I'm Greg. And together we are Robots from Tomorrow, a twice-weekly podcast appearing at the Eisner-nominated MultiversityComics.com. Every week we take about 15 minutes to check out books hitting the shelves on Wednesday that we're most looking forward to. We also have long-form discussions about books we're excited for, both old and new. These episodes have included works like Jaime Hernandez's Love Bunglers and Katsuhiro Otomo's epic Akira. If that's not enough we also do creator interviews some of the people we've had on the show have been tom sioli paul pope leila del duca and john workman so that's a lot of content for everybody please subscribe to robots from tomorrow on itunes or stitcher so you never miss a thing robots from tomorrow has hours of comics focused entertainment weekend and week out and now back to your show
1: you're listening to ink studs and my guest this week is the uh, cartoonist ladron um his most recent work is The Final Inkle from uh, Humanoids, um, which just came out fairly recently, uh, a long waiting book that I know my co-host for this week, Joe Keating, has also been eagerly anticipating. Um, you can also find his work in books like the kind of seminal uh, Kirby fanfiction run on uh, cable, uh, back in the late nineties as well as Inhumans, uh Hip Flask, um the kind of prequel to Richard Sarkin's Elephant Man, and Spider Boy and uh, a collaboration with Jodorowsky in Metal Herlant. What am I forgetting, Joe?
0: Yeah, that's a pretty good crash. Uh, there's the Legends of D C universe. There then there's a whole bunch of like, you know, covers for Marvel and D C um, but, you know, you don't want to hear me talking about this guy's work. Let's <laughs> 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 hear talk about it.
1: <laughs> now, um, I don't... It's interesting, like, I read a ton of your work and I'm feeling your influences, um, but I don't know a lot of your background of kind of where you come from um, and your interest in jumping into comics.
2: Well, I think... Um, well, um, first, uh, I went to... Thank you for the interview. Um, I, I feel so happy to, to be here with with you. Um, about uh, your question, I think. Um, well, I I always remember uh, loving comic book mo- comic books. Um. Eh, well, I, um, my first books uh, when I was uh, just a kid it was uh, very limited uh, because uh, in the city where I used to live uh, in Mexico, uh, there was very little um, well, comic book stores not like other countries where you have special libraries. Uh, I used to get comics just eventually, but I remember getting pretty much uh, the the US comic books, Um, mostly um, the Jack Kirby books. I think those were popular in those days. Um, Some of my favorite books, um, I think it was Kamandi, The Demon, uh, which was also pretty scary for me because I was just a little kid. Uh, But (laughs) I I remember that um, I had in my hands some Fantastic Four issues Uh, eh, all all those books were uh, Jack Kirby books Um, I still think that um, I got books made uh, or drawn for someone else but it was too long uh, I I can't remember uh, which artists were but I think uh, the most uh, of the books that I remember uh, I won't say the books that I read because I was so, so uh, well, so young that uh, I I I didn't know how to read. I only used to browse the books every night, and I, and those books were, uh, Kirby books, I think.
1: Were were they um, Spanish editions or were they in
2: English? It was uh, Spanish editions. Okay,:
0: When so, I look at your work, you have I mean the, the, I can tell especially the earlier work, I can see the the Kirby influence, um, especially in the, like the power that Kirby has. You're one of the few cartoonists I feel really can do that today. Um, but it seems like there's also a major European influence. Uh, is that correct, and if so, what was your first experience with with the European works?
2: My okay, um, let me see. Um, I was, I would say that I was first influential uh, for the North American comic books, Um, but when I was in the school, I remember that I had a friend who who was from Spain, and his brother used to travel from Mexico to Spain, and in every travel uh, that he did uh when he returned to mexico he he used to return with a lot of uh comic books um and since i was a good friend of of um his brother uh when i was um visiting visiting him in his house i remember that uh he started showing me some of the uh spanish books which were not other than uh, uh, some um, books that were translated from French to Spanish mm-hmm. uh, in Spain. Uh, Norma Editorial is the is the one who have been publishing the most of the European uh, books. Of course, they also publish uh, their own books, but uh, they they always. Uh, published uh, the works that Mobius did, and I remember that. in one of those visits uh, to my friend, uh, he showed me the the fi- the, the, incul- the the original the original book. Uh, and when I when I saw the book, uh, I think I was uh, in shock because um, I remember that my friend showed me. Other things, but this one was the one that I said, "Oh my God, I can understand what this is." <laughs> uh, and, 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 uh, uh, it, it was so uh, rich that uh, uh, not only visually, but the story—the story was so 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 incredible that uh, it was difficult for me to to put. Uh, uh, everything inside of my head so i said what what is this what um it's, um it was a really uh, important moment i think uh in my life because uh after i saw the book uh it's when i started thinking about uh maybe one day i become a comic book artist that was like uh, like uh, that point where you need to take the decision uh, to which um, uh, direction you want to go in your life. So uh, that was my first. Uh, I won't say my first. The first time that I saw a European book, but that was the first time I saw something uh, which was made, of course, in Europe, and uh, and it was something that impacted me so. Uh, uh, so strong in, in my in my life. Were you were you drawing already at this point? Were you drawing from a,
0: a at a young age? And if and if so, and if not, what was the sort of comics that that got you drawing?
2: I used to uh, do drawings, but I was too young. Uh, all my drawings were uh, <laughs> well the kind of drawings that uh, you do um, when you are only. Uh, my boy, I mean, uh, it was not a professional work. I I remember that um, one of the things that I always loved uh, to draw it was uh, eh, engines, machines. Uh, eh, I love. Um, I used to love to draw. Uh, how do you say uh, locomotive? Uh, oh, well, like yes, trains.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, trains. That kind of things. Uh, I love it. Um, but when I saw this book uh, uh, uh everything changed, and I said, no 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 this is uh this is the this is the way I should go um and I think um in that moment it's when I started uh thinking seriously uh not stop drawing just for fun and try to start drawing a little bit more uh uh seriously because uh i remember that my drawings it was the kind of drawing that you always do in a napkin in a piece of paper or doesn't matter where so after that i i think uh i started buying uh my own uh white paper and things like that and and, uh, and after that uh i started doing my first uh drawings but thinking more serious seriously about uh doing comic books.
1: How old were you at that point?
2: Oof I don't know, maybe fifteen years, maybe less. Uh I I really don't don't remember but uh I or maybe I was older. Um uh probably I don't know. Probably sixteen.
1: Still pretty young though.
2: Yes. So you can imagine uh what kind of drawings I was doing. It was not, <laughs> not something serious. It was uh just like uh, pieces of one thing here and pieces of some other things over there. Nothing nothing um really, really um good. But well at some point you need to change and and, and you need to think uh uh what uh, do, do what um is your preference in, in drawings?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Was your intent to
0: was at this point did you consider becoming a professional or was it still for you? And if you weren't, what was the point you decided that this is something you wanted to pursue as your your
2: profession? It was very difficult for me to think about being a professional comic book artist because uh, in my town uh, I was living like inside uh, an egg. I mean, what I mean with this is, um, eh, in Mexico, uh, eh, the comic culture is very different to the comic culture in, in other countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, eh, in my case, uh, it was very difficult for me to think about uh, to become, how I how could become a professional Living in a place where there is no uh, opportunities to do comic books, I was so uh, isolated in this at this point. Uh, in, uh, so it's difficult to think uh, how you can become something if there is nothing around you that uh, can help uh, to follow that uh, dream so it was um it was it was just like that maybe just like a dream to become a comic book artist but nothing more because uh uh i was um i, I will say probably i was in the wrong place to do it right what so, was what
1: oh. what was it that made that connection for you then to be able to get into marvel
2: um, my my connection uh, well it was more complicated um, because um, it, was, um, it, was not, it was it was not it what it was not something that uh, came easily um, I used to live in Veracruz which is uh, my hometown um, I had to travel uh, to mexico city which was a different place different um, a uh, different, um, they had, um, uh different cultural, um, what do you say? Well, they no, were I'm more, saying. they were more used to comic books than uh, in my hometown. Uh, so, um, uh, when I was living in Mexico City, I had a chance to to met, uh, a different people. A, people who was more uh, used to uh, comic books. But it was not uh, in the precise moment when I was uh, in Mexico, but after some years, one of those friends uh, contacted me and he invited me to come to the United States uh, and he says, "Um, there is a very nice comic comic book convention in San Diego. Uh, Maybe we should go. So I I remember that uh, uh, I I gather all my my drawings I prepare my um, my baggage or how do you say baggage or luggage mm-hmm. and, and I traveled yeah. and I traveled to uh, to to San Diego. That was that was the first time I I was in a comic book convention um, in my life.
1: That's intense. Yeah. For your first comic convention.
2: Um I'm I'm sorry?
1: That for for San Diego being your first comic convention seems quite intense.
2: Oh yes. Uh it was not as intense as San Diego is right now because right now it's a it's a huge uh convention but but I remember that when I, I was there, uh it was still uh a place, uh, a nice place to 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 be. I mean, it's not a bad place right now, but uh, it was a little bit uh, less crowd, less crowded than it is uh, right now.
1: So was that like nineteen ninety five, ninety six? Ninety,
2: I think it was ninety five or ninety six. Yeah, probably probably ninety ninety six.
0: Because yeah, so if I recall, your first Marvel work was that black and white uh, Blade short story. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, and that's correct. what 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 led to from, from the point of the at the Convention to to be connecting with Marvel and and that uh, Blade story?
2: Well, it was. Um, I always, I always. Okay, let me let me put things um, this way. Uh, even that i loved uh, comic books uh, i had a second uh, uh, i had a second uh, passion in my life uh, my my second passion was uh, the fine art i wanted to be uh, uh, a painter um, when i was invited for my friend to visit San Diego. Uh, I w- I went uh, to the comic convention, but uh, it was uh, I was not. I will say that I was not completely sure if I should become a comic book artist because um, even that I loved the comic books, and I one day said uh, I want to be a comic book artist. I think it was a pretty, uh, pretty um, equal, my feelings um, about if I should become a painter or if I should become a comic book artist. So uh, when I was in San Diego, I remember that um, one of my friends says, um, I need to show my work to Marvel Comics. And I remember that uh, he asked me to stay with him because he was not not good uh, speaking English and well you know uh, even that I was not the best as you can see uh, I could understand more than, than than he in those in those days so he asked me to stay with him um, uh, during the uh, interview with the Marvel editors and when I was uh, waiting on the line, I still remember that uh, one of the editors, uh, who was very boring, he asked me (laughs) about uh, if I was also uh, an artist. And I said, yes, yes, I I am an artist. But the thing is, uh, there is something very funny about this. Um, In in that convention, um, I was not prepared to show something to Marvel. I remember that I did some drawings uh about alien or something like that <laughs> and and the editor says uh oh so you 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 draw and i said yes i i draw yeah and and uh and he said, Show me, show me uh okay, so I showed him my my work, which was not uh intent uh for marvel and uh, and I remember that <laughs> the editor said, Oh but this is this is okay. Let me uh, let me give you my my, my card. Um, and, and and well, he says, uh, please do a copy of all this work and and please uh, uh, take take those uh, files. And and here's my. Um, he, this is the hotel where I'm staying. So please leave a copy for, for, for me. And uh, and I did, and I did, and and the editor was James Felder. Uh, he was my first editor in Marvel. Uh, I I still have uh, his card, and I remember that. Well, I did everything he says. Um, and one more, uh, one month later, he uh, he contacted me about. Uh, uh, he was planning to do something. Uh, not with the the Blade story, but he, he wanted to uh, he wanted to do an Inhumans uh, comic book. So um, that was my 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 first contact with with Marvel people, and it was funny because um, I remember my friend saying, "Jose, but do you 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 were there to to help me and, and, <laughs> and, and, and look, you, you you got a, you got a job and i i did <laughs> but but it, but he's a good friend and i i he he um, we were good friends and I remember that the, the moment in the moment where um before entered the com the comic convention uh, I was talking with him and he said Jose uh, because He said, I don't know who is going to get a job uh, before, if you or I. So, uh, in case uh, I get um, a job from one of, I don't know, Marvel or DC, uh, you will become my inker. And I said, yes, 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 of course, yes, thank you. And he said, but if you get the job before, I can be your inker. And I said, okay, (laughs) yes, yes, sure. So... Well, he became my ink <laughs> so, but uh, it was it was it was uh, that was our, our deal, and 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 I respected that and 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 well, we continue being good friends um this guy is uh juan blasco he 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 was my uh, he was the the inker uh in all those uh First uh, works that I did for for Marvel and and well we have been uh, working eventually in small things uh, but that was uh, that was my my, my story about uh, uh, how I started uh, being touched with uh, the mainstream.
0: Now, were, were you still considering being a fine artist at this time? Um, Or were you you thinking at this point, now that you have your first comics job, that's what you were going to pursue?
2: Oh, no, 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 no. I still um, still want to become someday uh, a fine artist because that was my... I think that was before comic books. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I love comic books. The problem with uh, comic books is that uh, it's a very... um, demanding, a stressing profession, it's, uh, it consumes not only your time, but your eyes, your strength, so it's, it's really hard uh, to do uh, comic books. Um, and I think, um, maybe like many artists who, at some point of their lives, they stop drawing comic books and become writers, uh, if I stop doing comic books, I will look forward to be a fine artist uh, because um, that 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 was my first uh, passion. I, I would say. So if your if your comic art
0: influences are primarily, you know, uh, so the big two would be Kirby and Mobius. Who would you consider your your major fine art influences? And do you find that influence in your
2: comics work? Well, uh, my, my biggest influence, uh, in fine art, is, I think, is on one, which is the, the, uh, the, one that I saw when I was a very, very young, uh, kid. And it was, uh, HR Giger. Mm -hmm. Uh, I remember that um, when I was...
0: Interesting. Uh, Especially given the later work with uh, Jodorowsky. mm,
2: mm, Well, when when I was a little kid, I remember that um, eh, one of the things that uh, eh, well, it was um, so incredible for me to see it was uh, Um, a record, a music uh, record Um, the cover was uh, painted uh, by H.R. Giger Uh, In that point I was probably eight years old or something like that I was very young um, and I remember that um, the place where this record was it was a record store uh near nearby um, so uh I used to go to this record store uh every afternoon to see only that cover i don't remember the i think it was uh you will remember more than me um uh more than i um it was um the, the it was a old cover that he did. Emerson
1: lake and Palmer
2: like a, yes, yes, that was the, the cover that I saw and and I used to go uh, as I said every afternoon to this store and and uh, only to see this, this cover and I spent a lot of time looking at this it was like a it was like a something magnetic um but I never, uh, for many years, I never uh, uh, could know uh, who was the artist. Uh, I only saw that like, uh, like, uh, uh, like something magic. It was like it was only there, and unfortunately, uh, I was um, just a kid, and and I never had uh, the money to buy that uh, that record. Uh, and one day when I returned it to the store, uh, the cover with the record, uh, it was not there. So someone bought, so, someone bought that. Um, but I think after I saw that, that stuff, uh, I, I, well, it, it was so, it, it was the, the, the seed that, uh, entered in, inside of my head and and it started growing
1: that's a good descriptive for Giger mm-hmm. <laughs> the seed that starts growing You go to any art school at all?
2: Uh, no, I I don't know how to say it in English, but um, that when someone just do something by yourself, um, um, no, I I study graphic design, but uh, it was not uh, a, a really artistic. Uh, studies I think uh, more well it was different um, but artistic my my artistic just, just come from my trial and error mm-hmm. yeah
1: now when you um, started on um, doing stuff for the big two publishers um, did they like I'm curious like the bringing in the 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 heavy Kirby influence. Um, how I don't even know if I'm asking the question properly.
2: <laughs> you mean why? Probably you were trying to say when I started why I was so Kirby or something like that.
1: Well, there's there's part that and there's part. Um, did they kind of like want that Kirby aspect as well to kind of bring in? um or was it a lot of freedom
2: um, I think um, no they they um, well when when I started uh, with Marvel, um, they never um, asked they never asked for that style um, I think one of the things that I thought when I was uh, uh, working with Marvel, uh, is um, because my in, in in those days when I started, I I was much more influenced uh, by Mobius than Jack Kirby. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I said, if I if I'm going to do superhero for Marvel, maybe. Uh, the Mobius style won't fit on this. So I, I had to think, how could I draw something that could be attractive for marble? So I, I said, well, uh, maybe it should be a kind of combination. I know both styles, uh, and each style has... Uh, good things mm-hmm. but um, it's very difficult to do a comic book well a superhero comic book only using uh, the kind of artwork that uh, the European artists do because uh, sometimes it's so realistic that um, it's uh, it makes the superheroes a little well, from my point of view, a little bit boring, uh, but in the other hand, the Kirby style was uh, something very dynamic, very full of energy. So I said, uh, well, uh, I I I know uh, both uh, styles, and maybe I can I can do something um that works very well for for Marvel and and I decided to to start drawing uh I remember it was uh the my first book uh Marvel shallows and lights it was mm-hmm. a, a blade story and um, and I did uh, the book uh, using um that kind of uh combination uh because i i wanted to i wanted uh, to be doing something in some kind of same language that uh marvel readers uh, could understand um and and i and i think um that was basically why i am um, i started doing uh, my first books uh in that way
1: was Jose Munoz ever a kind of ingredient you look at?
2: Uh Jose Munoz? Yeah. No no I I don't I don't have seen his works. Okay. Which one? What? what what other their their books?
1: Um books? Sinner, um Joe's Bar um I'm trying to think
0: yeah those are the two that are most widely known he has lots
1: uh, in um in french and spanish um he's argentinian
2: maybe i have seen it but yeah. i don't i don't remember right now
0: that's okay i was so just was, was shadows and light what uh directly led to cable and if not was there another transition point and on cable was it hard to kind of get into the monthly grind of drawing comics from the get-go?
2: No. Um, After I did Marvel Shadows and Lights, uh, I did Spider-Boy. It was for, do you remember? um, Oh, the Amalgam. Spider-Boy. The Amalgam. Yes, it was the Amalgam book, which uh, at this point, uh, I think it was... um, Something that it doesn't make sense, but uh, it was like one of those weird uh, experiments that uh, Marvel and DC did. Uh, so that was the that was the project that I did after, just after the uh, the Blade story. And I think uh, what me what led me no what you say what um lead me to cable it was um spider team up yeah that book the amalgam book uh and and well uh after that i started doing not the cable series but i remember that i did one single issue it was um um it was um was
1: that the fantastic a, four
2: no 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 it was cable uh but it was cable minus one minus yeah the, oh, okay the, that month they did all those origin
0: stories that took place before this the marvel universe officially began yes that was that was i believe was that was that one written by james robinson before joe casey came on yes that's right yeah and then so and then I, if i recall correctly there were some issues before that so at what point did you start going from the one-shot work to thinking, you know, I can do this this monthly um, like you did on cable. Um,
2: When I took over on cable uh, I think they were doing... um, what was the name of that story arc? It was... uh, um, I don't remember, Mm -hmm. but um, the one involving apocalypse, I think. No, no, right? no. I no, I don't remember that very well. Um, let me see. No, I I don't remember which story arc was there, but the story arc that I started it started uh, something with the Hellfire Club.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: But before that, it was. Uh, I remember that when I was doing my first cable uh i got some uh, reference for the character from marvel and uh, and the books were something about um uh, like kind one one of those things that uh the the publishers do for example uh they make um like a huge story arc which involves other series, and cable was part of that um but I don't remember which one uh, exactly was um oh oh I remember it was uh C- zero tolerance
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah that was the 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 books that were made uh just before i uh, started working on on cable. I don't remember the artist in the but uh but yeah that was the the story arc the zero tolerance something it was uh, involving the X-Men mutants and something like that I, I'm not sure it was uh, just that but I remember that yeah zero tolerance
1: was there a point um working with uh, Joe Casey that he kind of got what you were doing with the art and started um, really kind of playing with that, like working off of that and the story he was telling?
2: Um, you mean um, uh, if how we work like a team, you yeah, mean? Yeah,
1: like really like coming together as a team.
2: Yeah, well, I think, um, I when I started on Cable, uh, I remember that the first, maybe, well, I don't remember how many books uh, it was, but maybe um, three or four books, uh, it was uh, written by James Robinson, mm-hmm. And I got a phone call from the editor, and he said um, that they were planning to switch to a different writer. So I I said, okay, that's no, no problem. He gave me um, his telephone, and, and it was uh, Joe Casey. Uh, I think it was a very wonderful time for, for me, because uh, I... I I started working with a very, very fresh Joe Casey. He was, uh, uh, in that moment, a very, um, uh, uh, happy to, to start working, uh, on comic books. And we became, uh, very good friends. Um, we also, uh, had um something that was I think the best uh in in that moment. Uh, we were working uh in a book that was not uh the most important book
3: mm-hmm. and
2: and and that was very good because uh when you are working in a very important book uh you have a lot of pressure in your shoulders. And editors are always paying a lot of attention to every everything. And I remember that when Joe and I started, uh, we had a very long uh, conversation. Well, not one, many. Um, and he planned everything. He he was very um, open to my thoughts. And he had the he had the time he had the um, he had the mood he had the um, the desire to do from cable something good something real good and for me it was uh, really great because uh, I was not feeling even that it was a monthly book uh i was not feeling tired to do it i was not feeling uh stressed uh, to do it um and we could work very well and we did a lot of issues uh and little by little uh cable uh started uh to become uh, a good a good book um i i was reading some some time ago, uh, not sure in the US, but uh, eh, all those books that uh, Joe Casey and I did with cable in countries like Spain, they consider eh, that period of time uh, in cable like a cult comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, which makes me feel very happy because um, it means that uh, Joe and I did did well in in the book uh, because we had not uh, ah, the the editor behind us just uh, telling things uh, and putting extra pressure. We were we could work uh, in we could work. Uh, Uh, at our own speed, and and I remember that uh, Joe was very, uh, very open to receive uh, ideas from me, and he asked asked me, uh, Jose, we have done too too many books, what would you like to do, what is your favorite character? So I remember talking with him uh, uh, about all of this, um i said the same joe what would you like to do and he said, oh i love uh the shield the shield uh stuff so we did uh a um, story arc with the shield characters uh he created uh, uh the agent 18 i mm-hmm. think or uh, and well we did a lot of things
3: mm-hmm.
2: um but well uh, not everything uh last forever. Um, and one day, well, uh, we stopped uh, working on, on the book. It was not uh, because us, but it was a marvelous uh, decision. And after that, uh, I uh, stopped working with Joe. He continued working with other things, same uh, same thing with me. Uh, but. Yes, that was uh, basically how we started, uh, and how we uh, worked uh, in the past, and, and we did well. Uh, and, and Joe still is my one of my best friends. Uh, I don't have seen him very uh, often. Uh, I don't have seen I don't have seen Joe uh, in years, but uh, he's still my my good friend. So this is about
0: 1997, and if I recall correctly, Cable sort of you, and especially with the heavy Kirby influence, because I recall you did a your first Mobius uh, work was uh, the Arzok short and Mobius Comics, and so I'm curious how that came together and what it was like to have this initial contact with you know one of your major artistic
2: influences. Yes, Uh, well, I, um, uh, when I did that, um, it was because um, in those days, um, I was very um, close to Jean-Marc L'Officier, who is, uh, he used to be the Morbius' partner. Uh, They had uh, the Star Watcher publishing company, and and he was a good friend of mine uh at some point he he was uh my agent in my my first in my first uh days uh so we 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 um we well we were good friends we we continued uh being good friends and i remember that he said uh, we are publishing uh mobius comics um would you like to do a short uh, story for me so i i decided to do that small RSAC, uh story which was uh, only i think two pages or something like that right. it was not it was not uh too much but uh yes that was the first time i i published something uh close to my uh, one of my biggest, uh, comic book, uh, influences.
1: Now, did you meet him at a time around then, or did you get a chance to meet, to spend time with him?
2: Yes, uh, um... I, I had the, the, the big opportunity to, to, to meet Mobius. Uh, I met Mobius, uh, in the Star Watcher booth, um, he I remember he saw my my um portfolio. Um he gave me his recommendations. Uh I, I think that was um before I started doing comic books. It was in my in my second visit uh, to the San Diego Comic Con. But, mm-hmm. but after that um I had the uh, the opportunity to to uh, be with Mobius in Mexico, and it was uh, and that was the best part because uh, I had the chance to to spend a lot of time with him. It was a very m- incredible moment for for me um, because I remember that. Um, let me tell you that story because it's a good one. And, uh, Mobius was invited uh, to to visit. Mexico uh, to give um, some conferences and, and I remember that the organi- the organizers of the, the small, not convention, but uh, the visit of Mobius uh, were not uh, very well organized. So, um, I remember that I, I knew that Mobius uh, was uh, in a restaurant so I, I went uh, to the restaurant with a with my friend, uh, <laughs> and and when we arrived to the restaurant to see Mobius, uh, Mobius was not there, and we asked uh, the the wait the waiter, uh, hey uh, the people who was taking uh, the breakfast here, and they said, oh yes, uh, they just left, they just left. And I said, oh, okay. So we, we follow them. And, <laughs> and it was Mobius with other, with other people. And I was with, uh, with I, actually, I was with two friends. Uh, we arrived to that place uh, in his car, a very small car, like a Volkswagen or something like that. Uh, very small. And, and I remember that we saw Mobius uh, coming, uh, walking um, on the street, and he was uh, surrounded by um probably 10 people or something like that and the organizer of the uh, of the event of the event and, and i remember that uh we my 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 two friends and i say oh that's more you say hey so we followed them and at some point it was very strange because uh, uh, the people who was around Mobius disappeared. They they just say, "Okay, see you later," and everybody left. Uh, and only Mobius and the organizer uh, uh, were there. So uh, I remember that um, we <laughs> we we met them, and I and I said, "What happened?" And he said, "Well." Everybody just left, um, and now we need to go to the place where Mobius is going to give a a conference. And I said, oh, okay. But it was only Mobius and the organizer, and my two friends. (laughs) And I said, okay, well, um," and and the organizer said, now we have a little problem. Uh, We don't have a car. (laughs) (laughs) And... I'm not sure there there are not uh, taxis around here, so my friend <laughs> said, I have a car, <laughs> and 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 the organizer uh, just responded, "Oh, that's great! We can we go with you? <laughs> can you can you take can you take us to to the conference room?" And my friend said, "Yes, of course, let's go." So when we arrived to, to the car, <laughs> I remember that uh, it was uh, Juan Blasco, my, my well, the, the person who, who was um, my inker for, for some years. It was, uh, a, I think it was um, me, and then it was Mobius, sitting the three of us uh, in the back of the, <laughs> the small car, and in front of us, it was my other friend and the organizer. So uh we crossed the, all uh the whole um uh, city uh in 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 that uh small car and it, it, and it was it was great because uh, well I had Mobius uh just next sitting just right uh next to me uh, and, and I and and we had a we had like a, uh I don't know well, we had a very good conversation uh, during all the the travel, which was not uh, a short travel because in Mexico there is a lot of there are a lot of uh, traffic on the streets. And but I had the I had the the the, the a big a big uh, chance to to be sitting next next to Mobius and talk with him about uh, a lot of things uh, and for a long time. <laughs> and I remember that uh, Mobius. Uh, was very, uh, he was a very uh, uh, he always um, had a good uh, humor humor sense Uh, and I remember that he was amazed for all the things that he was seeing uh, uh, through the the window because Mexico City is one uh, of those places uh, well I don't know if you have been there, but uh, so crowded, so full of uh, weird things. Uh, and, and Well, he was enjoying that. It, maybe he was like a, uh, recording inside his brain a lot of uh, images for his <laughs> books. I don't know. <laughs> and and, and it, was very, it was very nice. Oh, and, and the best part is that Mobius um, could speak in Spanish so uh it was uh that 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 was very good also because uh we could have a, a very friendly conversation um and well it um that that was one of uh, one of the greatest things that happened in, in my life um, and I won't say that uh Mobius became my good friend but but well uh but well we we um we knew each other um uh after that so uh, it it was um it was a good thing it, it's a uh, it was not something uh, very usual
1: <laughs> <laughs> no it's a very unique opportunity
0: did you have did you like later on in life like for instance i remember uh, at one point, you Unofficios, know, excuse me, were uh, putting together a Silver Surfer graphic novel that was going to be a sequel to Parable and actually uh, Jack Kirby's final issue of uh, Silver Surfer. Um, first, I was wondering if, if you had much connection with with Mobius uh, from the Mobius Comics Arzak story through working uh, with his agent, um, and also if you talk about working with on that Silver Surfer graphic
2: novel? Well, um, yeah, well, it's, um, when I, um, I remember that uh, Jean-Marc Lofficier says uh, that the, after the Silver Surfer, the Mobius Silver Surfer, he thought that uh, it could be a, a sequel to that uh, based on uh, based on that story but uh, at the same time uh, different uh, different story uh, uh, i remember that the it was a story where we had another guy another um another bad guy it was not galactus but it was uh, the overlord and i remember that he wrote the script and and we Took the script and we show it to Marvel. Marvel, uh, Marble originally um, said, "Okay, yes, this is this is okay." But Marvel is a very complicated uh, publisher sometimes, and I I don't remember exactly what happened. But um, they started doing changes. They they mm it's, it, when you are doing something uh inside uh the in this case in, inside the Marvel universe and uh, they always says no you can't you can use this character because we are using this for this story or you can do that because I don't know uh they never understood that uh um this story was not uh something that could affect the Marvel Universe. Um, I remember that uh, it was the Silver Surfer on the story, but at the same time, it was Iron Man, um, it was Doctor Strange, um, and I don't remember which other character was uh, part of the story, but they complained. They said, no, uh, we can do this with this character because I don't I don't remember what they said um but they uh, at this point uh the negotiations with Marvel was pretty advanced but uh but one day uh everything was uh stopped um I think uh my my friend Jamal Lofisier, was not happy with that because uh he was um he was in charge of uh, in charge of uh, checking the contracts on all of all, all those uh, paperworks, and he said, "Well, uh, now we have a we have a deal. We, we need to continue this because it was approved." And uh, but Marvel, because Marvel stopped everything. Well, I I don't know, um, but. Uh, we had some legal issues over there, uh, especially with uh, Jean-Mar because he was not uh, happy with Marvel's decision. But at the same time, we 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 couldn't do uh, anything. So uh, the project, simple, uh, was like um, a good idea at the end of the day, and uh, nothing happened. But uh, but at least I could do. Uh, i remember that i did like 6 pages of that project and those pages are still somewhere around uh, probably in the in the um, in the jean Marks l'officier's uh website yeah hollywoodcomics.com
0: comics.com yeah he still has yes. yeah, you still have some of those up
2: yeah maybe one one of these days uh, when i finish my website i will take uh, some of those uh, pages and I will show it uh, in bigger size so people can see, well, a project that was never done, but uh, at least the first five or six pages. So uh, it was, um, it could be uh, something interesting, uh, especially because uh, it was uh, in direct connection with, uh, with the two, uh, Previous Silver Surfer uh, stories, mm-hmm. the one yeah. that uh, Kirby did and the one that Mobius did, yeah. This was uh, like the trilogy that was uh, uh, planned for 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 well for for these books. So is that what led
0: to? Because I know you did a couple more projects with Marvel, specifically Inhumans in and the Fantastic Four Annual '99. So. Was that Silver Surfer before those, after
2: those, and then was that what led you to work with DC? Uh, No, 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 not exactly. Uh, I remember that when I was working with Marvel, uh, eh, before I could get my exclusivity contract with them, uh, uh, DC Comics eh, contacted me, and they offered me to do... eh, The Superman, uh, well, they contacted me to do a a, a, a story for the Legends of the DC Universe. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I remember that I talked to Jean-Marc L'officier and I said, "Eh, Jean-Marc, they want uh, a story for that. And he said, oh, yes, we we can do it something. Uh, And I remember that he had a very good um, idea about doing about doing a story based on those old Jimmy Olsen comic books that Kirby did in the past. Uh, Right, the Transylvania issues? Yes, with the Transylvania issue. Uh, And also with this, um, the name of the mad scientist called Daphne, or Mm. I don't remember very well his name, but, um, and we, we, we told DC, and they said, "Yes, yes, that is the kind of story that uh, we want." And after that, uh, I remember that uh, I continue also working for Marvel. And those, uh, when when I was doing uh, the cable issues, they um, they offer me a exclusivity exclusivity contract, and I say, "Okay, but uh, but I'm already." Working something for DC, so uh, I want to put uh, the, this project, only this project, outside the the contract. So um, I, in that way, I could do. Uh, I had my exclusivity contract with uh, Marvel Comics, but at the same time, I could work uh, with DC because uh, DC, the, the the DC project came before my my exclusive exclusivity contract with them so uh, that was uh, how uh, I worked uh, in this case and after I finished the Legends of DC universe uh, I think uh, I continue uh, working with Marvel for I don't remember what I did after cable um, I mean um, I did um, the Fantastic Four. I think, oh, yes, yes, I remember. Uh, when I finished it uh, with Marvel, well, when, when I finished it with Cable, uh, I remember that uh, Marvel says, well, Jose, um, we would like to do uh, with you something else. So they they asked me for, uh, if I wanted to do um, that Fantastic Four, annual and i say okay yes that that's okay uh i was not very happy because uh that is not the kind of things that i i like to do but when you are under a contract uh you can't escape Mm -hmm. so i say okay well yes i i can do it and Mm -hmm. i'm i don't have a very good memories about that project uh i'm but i did and after that i think i did um the
1: Inhumans,
2: no, the In- or did The Inhumans, hit... or, I, oh, I also did uh, something for Thor. Where? I did some pages for Thor, um, but I think it was uh, after The Inhumans, I think. I don't remember very well, but yes. Um, but, well, the, the Fantastic Four story, uh, it was just after I I was done with Cable. Um the the
1: inhuman story um seems very ambitious in comparisons to other work that Marvel was publishing at that time um mm-hmm. like it really seems like you and uh was it Carlos Pacheco that was that was writing it um yes. uh really like wanted to try and really push it far um like you had a lot in
2: mind with that yes uh let me tell you um, um, Carlos who is a good friend of friend of mine um, I remember that he he called and he said uh, that he wanted to do a very good story um, he was working uh, with Rafael Marín, which is a uh, very good writer in Spain uh, very well known uh, and they had the plan to do uh, this fantastic uh, inhuman story but they they were having a lot of problem with Marvel uh, they originally planned the story uh, like they did um, probably. The, the original idea, I, I think it was like 12 issues, and and when they show it to Marvel, Marvel says, no, 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 that's too much. You need to do it uh, in less episodes. So, Carlos and Rafael worked again, and they sent uh, to Marvel the new, the new story arc, the new plot, or... And it was not for 12 issues, but for... I think it was for 8 issues. And and they were not very happy with that, because uh, they had to put a lot of things outside the story. And I remember that... Uh, Marvel says, no, 8 issues is too much. You need to do it in 4 issues. So... Uh, I think that was uh, uh that was a not 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 a good thing for for mm-hmm. for this because uh they had to compress too many things uh and it, on, it not only caused them a lot of problems doing that because uh, they they planned the story uh in a in a in a way Where everybody could enjoy uh, everything—the characters, the the big uh, epic uh, fights, uh, all the scenarios, um, everything—and and and they uh, now were suffering because uh, from twelve issues they only had uh, they they had to reduce everything to only four issues, and that was a very very Complicated thing for them, but it was not only complicated for them. Uh, it was complicated for for the artist who who was going to uh, do all the drawings. And in this case, it was me, because uh, I usually draw uh, in a page a maximum of uh, six to seven frames. Mm-hmm. And when I was doing the humans, in some pages I had to draw 12 or 15 or uh, a lot of frames. And since the US comic books are printed always uh, in a smaller size than the European comic books, it was uh, very, very uh, frustrating for me uh, to, to draw. A lot of things, but small little things, um, and it was really, really hard for for everybody. Um, and that was not, and that was not only uh, what causes us uh, problem. I remember that uh, Marvel uh, planned uh, to publish the story very, very, very bad. Um, when when I talked to the I remember that when I talked to the editor in Marvel and I said, uh, okay, I will do the story. I'm I'm happy with this project. And I said, uh, I would like to do it, but I would like to paint the story. So I show it to the editor, the pages that I did for the unpublished uh, Silver Surfer,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and I said, I would like to do uh, a work like this with the Inhumans, uh, because the work was, uh, the story was a good story, but also it was for a good friend. For, it was for Carlos. So I said, I want to do something I, something great. Uh, unfortunately, I, I couldn't do the Silver Surfer the way I wanted, uh, because I wanted to do a painted comic book. By, I painted everything by myself. Uh, but I said, well, maybe I can do it with humans. So uh, the editor says, uh, yeah, sure. If you want to paint it, yes, go ahead. So I started working on the first uh, pages. uh, And I remember that uh, when I was um, not painting, but drawing, I think the page number, probably page number 10, uh, I got a phone call from a friend. And he said, have you seen the newest, reviews magazine and I said no why and he said they Marvel announced the inhumans and when they when when this person said that to me eh, I was feeling terrible because after Marvel or any other company or any other publisher in this case uh, announces something it means that uh, it will, the, 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 they will be publishing that uh, in the next two months or something like that. So I have many things to draw with the humans, and I say, well, now I only have ten pages and two months uh, to have the issue number one. It was very, very, very complicated for me. Uh, Because, well, I had to uh, stop the idea about painting everything by myself. I said, I only can do the drawings, and I cannot uh, take more than one month for issue. Unfortunately, it was too complicated to draw a single issue. So, I, well, it was always problems from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And... I remember that uh, I only could do uh, uh, three issues. And and I was very sad. I was very sad about this because uh, I remember that uh, (laughs) when I was finishing uh, the issue number three, uh, uh, I remember the editor asking asking uh, very uh, in a very in how do you say insist he was insisting uh about uh he wanted to have the the all the covers the comic book covers for for the for the story mm-hmm. and, and he said uh, we we need the the last cover urgently and i said okay well let me finish this and i i will work on the last uh on the last cover. Okay, so when I finished uh, the the third issue, uh, I started working on the last cover, the cover that was for issue number four. And uh, and I remember that the colorist who was um, a good friend of mine called and he said, do you know that a uh, marble already changed the artist and I said what and I immediately took the telephone I called the editor and I and I said I just got a phone call from the colorist and he says that uh, he received pages from issue number four and the editor said oh yes yes we forgot to mention uh, we had <laughs> a new we had a new artist doing uh, uh, issue number 4 and i said what why but how this could happen and he said yes he has been working with with us uh, uh, for uh, for two or three weeks so when i was doing issue number 3 they hired someone else to do issue number four, but they never told me. So, after I received that terrible news, I said, okay. So, I just delivered the four cover, and I went to sleep because I was really tired. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was very, very, very sad to hear that uh, Marvel never told me that uh, they were changing the last... Uh, for the last issue, uh, to a different uh, a artist. So I said, to my wife, um, you know what? Um, I I did the best with this book, and and I'm done. I'm done. So I I only finished the last cover, and I went to sleep because uh, I remember that it was it was I was very tired with this with this project. Very tired. But that was the first time I. Was feeling uh, problems, real problems with my health. So uh, the first thing that I did was I went to sleep, and I, and there is something more, something more which is a, a sad thing, um, probably. Uh, I well the the new artist the, the artist who the artist who was working on, on the book well of course he was not uh, uh, he had uh, nothing to do with with me but uh, he was uh, Jorge Lucas he's a very good uh, uh, Argentinian uh, artist um, uh, I think he he emailed me and he said uh, that he was working on on the book and he was very nice, and I, and Jorge and I are good, very good friends. But there is something. Uh, uh, until today, uh, I I still resist to open the the last issue.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I I have the books here. I I can see issue number one, two, three, but i I can see uh issue number four i i feel something bad inside of me <laughs> so uh, uh it does it uh it's like a bad uh, sensation when i arrived to issue number four yeah maybe to remember all the uh, how hard it was for me at it, that time
1: it sounds like it really broke your heart
2: yes because uh I was reading something that made me feel bad about all of this um one of the many fans out there wrote uh in a forum he said something like uh I don't mind if this book uh don't come out don't doesn't come out uh, uh on on time but I prefer to have the book done uh, with the same artist he said yeah. so uh, but that's the kind of things that a publisher don't understand uh, they only uh, think uh, eh, well of course they they look uh, for their best interest uh, but sometimes fans sometimes the readers uh, don't mind if they need to wait one more month or two weeks or a certain amount of of time if they will receive uh, the work uh, complete um, but well that's the when I was reading that I said uh, well yes I understand um, I I understand what this guy is uh, saying about this because it's the same, the same feeling that I still have. Um, I only needed to do one last issue, and I only needed a little bit more time. Uh, but no, 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 it 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 happened different.
0: Yeah, that sort of short-sighted nature always boggles me when I work uh, with with mainstream publishers. Uh, because in the end, like you said, the work as it's collected is that's what's immortal, you know. Um and I always found that the best works when it just let the creators do what they want to do, that that's what always is most successful in the longer term, you know what I mean? Um, you know, if they didn't let you guys just do your twelve issue and humans run however long it would have taken, you'd have this big body of work that could have sold forever. Um, it's actually an interesting transition point too, to your next big collaborator considering Joe Casey the first because around this period of time I know Richard Starkings was lettering a lot of your work and around this period of time
2: you both started working on Hit Flask is that correct yes that's that's correct that was um, when all these things happened uh, with Marvel uh, and I like you said I was with um, uh, with my heart broken for all those uh, decisions and at the same time my health was not the best and I and I said to my wife um, I I prefer to start looking into a different direction because um, even that you want to do things right sometimes there are uh, things around you some uh factors that uh enter uh that never uh, permits you to uh to create a, in your the way you want so i said to my wife uh, maybe i should look into um uh, different di- direction and uh, i don't know in in th- in that moment i was not feeling well but uh I remember that uh Richard Starkin says uh, what about doing something together um he um he was my friend well he is my friend and in that moment he uh, he said uh I have a character that uh I only have been using uh, like uh like a part of my logo to to sell uh, comic book phones, but uh, I always wanted to do something more with with the character. Uh, I think uh, Ian Churchill uh, was the only artist who was um, uh, doing uh, something with with that. Uh, I think Ian did uh, a a short story, a very, uh, well, it was a short story, but only um, like part of fonts uh, catalog or things like that I don't I don't remember very well but it was not a comic book uh, serious comic book it was uh, just something uh, to, to show uh, phones um, because that was uh, the the comic craft business that was Richard uh, starting his business So uh, he said, uh, I have the character, I have some ideas, but uh, I would like that um, you could do something with that. So we started uh, working on Hick Flask. I remember that uh, uh, Joe Casey was involved on that. Uh, uh, Richard wasn't feeling... uh, uh, um, he wasn't feeling. Um, uh, how do you say it? Uh, he didn't wanted to write the stories. He he said, uh, "I need to 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 left that uh, to someone, someone who who knows uh, uh, you very well." Talking about about me, and I said, "Well, in that case, uh, Joe Casey can be the writer." And he said, "Yes, yes, Joe Casey." But I think uh, something happened. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, Joe was involved uh, eh, in the first part of the project. He wrote something, but uh, but mm, Joe Casey's vision of the character was not uh, as Richard Starkins uh, wanted. So he, Richard said, "Okay." Um, Maybe what we should do is, uh, we should plan this uh, different. So Richard uh, and I started working about the character. He told me uh, some of his ideas, and I started uh, questioning him about um, what is the character's background, where he lives, what he eats. And at the same time, I was Starting to do something like um like uh, a storyboard or something like that uh just loose drawings but I what what I was doing is uh, I was creating the Hickfloss universe uh, because we could uh, discover that uh, what was uh, flash origins uh, who was related to him. Uh, where he came from, um, who created all these characters, and, and then um, everything started to take uh, shape. So, uh, at this point, I started feeling better, because uh, this, this was like a, the best way for me to restart my career uh otherwise uh eh, i had to, if i don't do that i probably will be uh, will be doing uh more comic books for for marvel and that is not it, that was not a good thing for me because uh i always mentioned that uh that it was like a kind of suicidal thing for me uh because uh it's working always with a lot of pressure working always with a lot of stress and and i said well i need to to take care about me too uh and and I, and, and this is killing me uh i uh, when you feel that the thing that you love most or you enjoy enjoy most like doing comic books or something it started uh, becoming a nightmare that is not a good signal so i said yeah no no maybe maybe this is the way i i should go so i started working on hickflas and, and and well that was uh, how it all started uh i always said that um FLAS, uh gave me the opportunity uh um, to explore other things uh i had the time i had the the mood Again, to start creating, um, and I think uh, the the first um, issues of Hick Flass, uh shows uh, that part of me uh, which was closer to what I wanted to 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 do uh, as a professional comic book artist.
0: It's 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 fascinating to see the transition from working and the conditions on Inhumans. And then seeing the work that you were doing with Richard um, on hip Flask especially with the, I feel in the second hardcover, the Concrete Jungle, it's really where you sort of, like you know, in your earlier work you'd had all influences from from Kirby and, and Mobius, but with Concrete Jungle, it just seemed like this was the full realization of Ladrone, and that and that and that freedom sort of uh uh allowed you to have that opportunity, um, so you were saying that hip flask allowed you to discover kind of other elements um of your own your own work. What what sort of did it help you find and figure
2: out and lead you to 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 see well one of the things that um I was happy with Hip Flask. Let me let me put this way. Um um compared with Marvel and DC, um I was ...happy because I was outside the system. Uh, I was inside, but at the same time, I was outside. I was inside because I was doing... Uh, ...I was doing a comic book for the mainstream. But at the same time, I was working with different rules. Uh, I was working with my own rules. I was working with my own stuff. Uh, I I had uh, something which I always wanted, which was uh, I had the freedom to do uh, the things the way I wanted. And for me, one of the most important things is to control my work. When I was working in Marvel, uh, when I started, I remember that I was only doing pencils and uh, Someone else was doing the inks. When I stopped working uh, a cable, when I stopped uh, working on on that title, the next issue that I did, which was uh, uh, the uh, the Fantastic Four um, uh, annual, I remember that I said to my wife, uh, "Okay, uh, I was I was very lucky because um, uh, that." I had enough time to do it. Uh, I had enough time uh, uh, with the deadline, I remember. And I said to my wife, well, I have now the chance to do something that I want, which is ink my own works. So the Fantastic Four issue was the, the first book that I did uh, with my own inks. And I was feeling very satisfied because uh, I could control at least the the ink. Then uh, I did the same with the Inhumans. Uh, I did the same uh, uh, with with um, with other projects. Uh, let me tell you, um, uh, after I I think after I did the Inhumans, or it was before. Oh my God, my memory. Uh, um,
1: it's been a while. But, it's 15 years. Yes, <laughs> it's
2: been a while. Yes, but I did uh, after. I was feeling happy about doing my own inks because I said, uh, "My wife, now I at least have the control of my of my of my line. Now I can show the people how I draw." And uh, but I remember that um, my. My next step was uh, that I wanted to paint my own books. I wanted to paint my own stuff and um, and I had uh, in, always in mind uh, the pages that I couldn't finish uh from the silver surfer. so uh I remember that one of the marble editors called and he said, "Ladron." Uh, we want to do a, a short story with Thor, it was um, for a Thor annual 2000 or 2000, 2001, and I say, okay, uh, send me the script. They sent the script and I was reading, I said, okay, well, this is not uh, not not bad for my for my intentions, so <laughs> I said to the editor, uh, okay, tell me the deadline. And he said, okay, the deadline is this. Okay, I say, okay. Now I I have I I have a good deadline. I have uh, only like ten pages to do, which is not a lot of uh, pages. Uh, and I I was thinking maybe this is the the best opportunity uh, that I have. Uh, if I want to do something painted Uh, and so uh, for the third uh, issue uh, which was only part of other issue uh, I remember calling the editor and saying "Uh, may I paint it and he said yeah sure so uh, I did the pencils, the ink and finally I could paint Um, and that was uh, a good thing for me because I finally could see my work closer to what I wanted finally mm-hmm. I said now I'm becoming a complete artist um, but well you know uh, I if you work with with Marvel or DC it's difficult to to Continue doing that kind of thing because they always are working very fast and and well. So with Hick Plus, I had that chance again, uh, and I could draw and paint the the everything. So that was a good thing for me about Hick Plus because uh, it not only gave me uh, a good chance to continue doing comic books, but It gave me the the good chance to not only do the pencils and ink, but paint, painting everything. And when you have the control uh, in such kind of things, uh, your work uh, looks different because uh, you don't need to explain someone else what is your idea for color. You have uh, the idea inside of your head, mm-hmm. so I I could control everything, and and I was very happy. I was very happy, and and well, that's uh, uh that's uh, something that I always remember.
1: It sounds like that was like a really freeing experience from the constraints that Marvel um, to just that just you can just let it all go and do and follow your direction and I think that kind of segues well with um your next big collaborator um filmmaker comics writer um mystic man um and um kind of how that came about like I guess originally you just did a short story for him
0: yeah tears of gold
2: right the middle yes. yeah
0: okay how did yes. you how did you guys connect for tears of gold
2: well there is something, there is something that I um, always, um, let me say different, Um, I think I would say that I always use uh, a special formula in order to uh, achieve uh, a goal in something Um, when I was um, living in Mexico uh after I saw the Mobius uh Inkal, the original book, I remembered that um I remember that I I saw the the cover and the cover says uh, Metal metalhuland and when I saw that I said well what, what is Metal metalhuland? It doesn't make sense to me. What is that? So I I started to um I, I remember that I saw the uh, in in one of those books the address but it was um uh, the address of uh, uh, I think it was Eurocomic or something like that it was the publisher in Spain so I sent a letter to them and they uh, like a month later I got a maybe a two months later uh, I got a, a letter of this uh, publisher saying, uh, well, the letter that I sent first pers- uh, is, um, uh, do you have more books or something like that? <laughs> like this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and they responded, uh, uh, you can receive uh, subscriptions about uh, all the books that we publish. And they sent, uh, they sent the um, uh, well, I don't know how to say it. Um, the, thi- the, the thing that you need to fill with your name and send um, uh, the money. The I don't know. The um, like order form. Yeah, the the, the subscription form. Mm-hmm. So I fill it everything, and and I and I was uh, subscribed to to the Metal Hurland, but not the French, uh, the, not the original French uh, magazine. But the one that was being uh, published in, in Spain. So I month after month I started uh, receiving from 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 Spain uh, the metal hurlant, the and and that really opened my mind because that that was the way how I started to receive and started to know to know uh what uh was the Euro- european uh comic books and one of the things that i always wanted is oh i would like to to do to do something in this style the mobius stuff it was there but also the bilal stuff uh it was uh the Philip uh stuff, the the Squitin, uh, artwork was well, it was everything was there. So I, I think that kind of things uh, become part of your life. Uh, and when I was doing uh, the Inhumans, uh, I said, well, well, every single project that I was doing uh, in my career from the beginning, it was uh, always oriented uh, uh, to the European uh, uh, market, I would say. Not exactly uh, that, but let me try to explain different. Uh, what I was what I was doing it was I was doing a blade, I was doing a spider boy, I was doing cable, I was doing in humans, but I was doing everything, but thinking on on the metal hurland. Mm-hmm. So uh, the connection it came it came uh, from the covers that I did for the Inhumans book because those covers when I was doing that uh, I remember that I was I was thinking if I do a cover if I should do a cover for 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 uh, if I should do a cover for, for the Inhumans, I should do a cover in the kind of same style I was remembering all those uh, uh, Metal Hurland uh, covers and, and, and drawings. So I said I should do something like that but in my style and with my colors and everything. After the covers, after the books uh, came out, uh, I. Uh, the the humanoids saw that and when the humanoids uh, saw, saw that they thought uh, this this guy could be uh, an artist for for us so um, I think it was in 2000 uh, when I was in in San Diego and i I had a meeting with them and they mentioned, that uh they saw my covers they saw my my books and they think that uh they they were thinking that I had the potential to 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 do something for them so um after that first meeting, I remember that uh they said uh, uh we are planning to launch the Metal Hurlán for the for the U.S. Uh, market, um, and I and we would like to do some stories with some uh, known artists from from this side of the planet here in the U.S. Um, and they said uh, Jodorowsky is coming to Los Angeles. Um, maybe uh, you can meet him, and talk to him. That was not the first time I met Jodorowsky, I have to say, but uh, because um, I remember that um, I I knew about Jodorowsky uh, because he was a very important uh, a, a person in Mexico. Uh, uh, so the Jodorowsky name was very well known for me, not only for that, uh but I remember that i uh, i i uh, i knew his his works and so when they said uh Alejandro is coming to los angeles uh maybe you can meet him and and maybe you can talk to him and see if something comes out so that was the 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 connection uh I remember that um i i was living in san diego uh in that at that time and i came to Los Angeles for my meeting and yes i saw alejandro and and um, um and we had a good uh, conversation um he said um please tell me what are your what is your your uh what are your favorite things what are you um what would you like to do or what would you like to draw most most and i said well i would i i love uh science fiction i love uh horror i like um well i explained it what i wanted always to to draw and he said okay uh okay uh uh-huh. I will have a story for you in one month. And I say, okay. And and exactly one month later uh, I I received a story from Alejandro. Uh, but the story was completely uh, o- opposite to what I said that I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> because it was uh, it was not not a science fiction it was uh, not in the future it was uh, no with not uh, like not like the, like the Inca it was it was a very sad and, and scary story about a kid who cries tears of gold and the story was taking place in in a very a very poor uh, Mexican uh, building uh, with <clears throat> people who lives in the garbage and uh, very very depressed uh, things. So I remember that when I was reading that, and I said, "Well, of course, this is a great story, but but why, <laughs> why this?" And I I I remember that I. I took the, the 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 telephone and I pay a phone call I paid a phone call to Alejandro <clears throat> and I said Alejandro thank you for the story but but why what 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 is this what did you send and he said I I sent that because uh if you remember I asked you what were the things that you Uh, you were good at and you told me this, this, this and this and he said if I write something for you using those things it won't be a challenge for you and I want to see your strength so I decided to write something completely different to other things, the other things you said because that will show me if you are a good artist okay so I say to my wife well now I have a big problem here because <laughs> I need to uh, start uh, working uh, again in a different way and and now I need to reset my my brain and start uh, thinking on 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 all of these so uh, so well, after I read the script, I, I changed uh, the switch in, 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 my, in my head. And I started doing uh, Tears of Gold. And that was my first uh, uh, collaboration with Alejandro. Uh, and, and, and it was, uh, it was uh, a very, very interesting story.
1: Now, how soon did you start doing uh, the final inkle? after um, after the
2: tears of gold uh i think it was just after that uh, uh it it mm, it, it, do, it didn't took long uh i remember that uh after i did the tears of gold i did uh, i continue working uh with the humanoids because they were publishing um uh, the Inca the original series but uh in English so they asked me for covers so I continue working with them and and I was very happy because uh I said well my favorite book is the Inca now I'm doing covers for, for the original book but when I was doing the cover I I did the same thing that I did before. I was doing the covers using the same formula i was doing the covers thinking on the incal but in in the incal that i uh, had in my mind mm-hmm. so i think uh after those covers uh it was when alejandro saw that i could be uh a good candidate to do the the incal but the final incal in this case
1: now had you looked at um what mobius had done up to that point
2: for the yes, yes, yes 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 uh i knew the uh, well uh, as i said uh, i had my good uh subscription to the to the <laughs> spanish uh, uh metal hurlan but but at, at that time uh i i well i'm talking about um, just uh, a uh some 10 years ago and I already had my all my Mobius collections uh, all the Mobius uh, art books and everything no everything for me Mobius the Inca everything is too familiar everything is uh, have been a part of me for years so um, for me doing the Inca covers uh, it was like something natural mm-hmm. it was not uh it was i knew the characters i knew everything uh the the universe the inca universe was completely uh, uh, well known for for me i had all the the metavarons uh, comic well, I books was, uh, everything i was
1: i was meaning like the the font, the one cuz you guys he didn't finish the story and then you restarted it. I think
0: Robin's referring specifically to after the Incal, the or after Incal, the uh the original Mobius's original take on the story that you ended up redoing and then and then finishing. Did you happen to see that? Yes.
2: Uh well I don't I don't know the the whole details about about this. But let me tell you what I know. uh I got um I had the I had the uh, after the Incal the the the, the last book that Mobius um, did for with the with John Defool and and all all those characters mm-hmm. uh I I had the book here at home uh but uh, but well I I wasn't sure uh, what was uh, going on with that series um uh, one morning I got a phone call from Alejandro uh, and he said i would like to uh, to to see if we could wor- work uh, again uh, together and he said uh, i would like that uh, we could do the the inca and i said well that would be just great because i'm 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 pretty familiar with those characters i know very well everything about uh, the inca and he said yes But now, there is a problem, he said. Mobius did one book, but Mobius, uh, he's not uh, feeling well. And I'm not sure if he's going to continue on the series. I said, well, okay, well, (sighs) I understand. And he said... But I still need to I still need to to talk with Mobius. Uh, Alejandro said, and I will visit Mobius uh, this afternoon. He said, or tomorrow morning. I think it was tomorrow morning, and after that I will call you again, and I say, okay, okay, Alejandro, that that uh, sounds sounds good. And next day same time, the I got uh, a, a new phone call from Alejandro. And he said, "Ladrón, I uh, I have good news for 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 you." And he said, "Okay, yes, uh, we will be doing the Inca." And I said, "Oh, okay, well, uh, it's a uh, it's a wonderful news. It's a, <laughs> for for me. It was like a a a, a dream coming true." And, and, he, and I said, but what, what happened? Did you have the, the chance to, to talk with Mobius? And he said, yes, yes, I did. And, and he explained what he did. He, he, he visited uh, Mobius, but he took the Tears of Gold uh, magazine with him. And when he was talking with Mobius, he he gave uh, Mobius uh the 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 metal hurlan where my story, my short story was. And when they were talking about what what's going to happen with the Incal if he wanted to continue <clears throat> in the book and uh Mobius was browsing the, the, the magazine <laughs> and when he saw the tears of gold, uh, he said, Well, maybe I won't continue doing the book, but maybe maybe this artist can do it. Because <laughs> he saw my neighbor over there and he saw my, my work. And and when Movius says that, Jodorowsky said, That's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 he said okay, well, um, okay, well, that's, uh, that's what I wanted to know. <laughs> and, 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 and he said that, uh, well, I don't know, if maybe he continue uh, talking with Mobius for a while, but, but when, when he left, uh, Jodorowsky was very happy because he said, now we have Mobius permission uh, to continue doing the the, the and not only that, he the, he was the one who decided who who, who is the right uh, artist to do it, we, and, and and he told me that story, and I was I was very I was laughing with him because he said, uh, uh, you see now uh, we have Mobius of approval. And and I remember that Alejandro said uh I will I will find uh the, the script the script that I gave to Mobius and I will take a look, he said, because uh there are some things that uh I I want to 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 see if we can improve or if we can change or something. I will I will read it again and I will I will see if it's okay for you. And, and after that, uh, I don't remember how many days after that. But uh, I got, uh, I think it was via email. Uh, I got the the income. but it was very strange because it was not uh, the second issue, because Mobius did the the first issue and and. I remember that when I was talking with Alejandro, he said, "You can continue." So when I was reading the script, I saw that it was not the second issue, but it was the first one. Mm-hmm. So I said, uh, "Wow, what? This is very strange. Maybe he he sent uh, uh, the bronze script by mistake." So I I I I had um, I took the phone. I make a phone call to Alejandro, and I said. Alejandro uh, I got the script but it's not for the it's not it is not for the second issue it but it's for the first one and he said yes because I had an idea he said uh instead we continue doing the the series after Mobius maybe we can restart the series from the beginning because he was reading the script and he said uh I already improved uh, some details in the story, so instead doing, after the Inka, we will be doing final Inka, but from the beginning. So he changed the name of the, of the book, and, in, uh, and I started doing uh, the, the story, the last part of the story, but from the beginning. That was uh, what happened.
0: I thought thought it was fascinating to see the uh, hardcover that Humanoids just released containing all of your final incal as well as Mobius' incal uh, after the incal and being able to compare the two and seeing what was different and also seeing how between the ending of the original incal and all before the incal how in a way it's all sort of part of the same continuity and how your work sort of maybe I don't know if it was intentional or not but references the the, the, the Mobius work Um, it seems like it was a, a very successful partnership. Are, are you intending to do more with Alejandro Jodorowsky, or kind of what do you, where do you see going from from here?
2: Well, uh, you mean uh, what I'm doing right now with with him? You, that's what, right. Well, uh, yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Yes. Well, uh, let me tell you, uh, it was not easy uh, for me to finish the whole thing. Uh, it took me eight years to complete. The, the the three issues it was a it was a long time because uh, I was uh, working on this uh, project project very hard I was um spending a lot of time um, and I finished it really tired so uh especially because uh the last issue uh, it was very um, stressing for me because they were Collecting the three issues uh, in in a single book, um, everything was for this year for the humanoids anniversary, mm-hmm. so I had uh, a lot of pressure on uh, on my shoulders. So um, after I finished uh, the 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 income, I was very 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 bad. Uh, I was feeling so so bad. Uh, um i i i was feeling so bad that i said my wife uh uh i prefer to uh to stop working comics because i i i feel very bad my my health is is not is not well right now uh i am is one of those moments when you really would like to be uh selling hamburgers in a mcdonald's <laughs> instead of doing comic books yes because you feel so bad you feel you you there is a moment when when something that uh produces you too much pleasure and joy yeah. become changing from from pleasure to 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 a torture and 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 i was i was so so bad physically talking uh, um, that um, no physically uh, speaking uh, I, I was uh, I couldn't sleep uh, for two months so uh, I, well I was I was very bad in a very bad shape when I finished the inca I I remember that uh, that day that precise day uh, uh, it was... I, I remember that I was almost like fading, and I, I I just went to the bed, and I bam, and I said to my wife, I don't want to know about comics for <laughs> a long time. I'm so tired, and 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 my and something happened uh, when I was um, uh, sleeping. Uh, the telephone is <laughs> starting ring, ring, and 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 I said, "Wow, oh, the telephone! Oh my God!" <laughs> so I, I, I answer, and it was Alejandro. And I just, I, I, well, that, I don't know what was Alejandro's impression about me, but I was not talking; I was like bu- bubbling. <laughs> <laughs> And because I was so bad, and I, the yeah. only thing that I remember that he said, ladron, just uh, little things were like, and he said, los hijos del topo. And I said, okay, okay, yes, 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 okay, okay, yes, 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 okay. And and, and I said my wife, until now, I still don't remember what I was talking with Alejandro. <laughs> I, I I had a conversation with him, but I don't remember about what. And she said, "But what 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 did he say to you?" And I said, "He he he mentioned something about Del topo." And when after I think it was the next day, when I was um, at least a little bit less tired, I I made a phone call to Alejandro and I said, "Alejandro, I'm sorry about yesterday, but." it was so bad, I couldn't understand, what did you, did you said, And he said, oh, yes, I was saying to you that uh, I would like uh, to see what do you think about if we work together again, but this time doing another project that I have, Los Hijos del Topo. And when he said that, I said, oh, okay. A new challenge for me, <laughs> 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 because after doing the Inca, uh, now I had uh, in front of me uh, the a new a new proposal uh, about doing something, but completely, but completely different. No more spaceships. No more uh, 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 huge uh, scenario, No uh, more uh, laser guns. No. Uh, Robofleas, no, nothing like that. But uh, instead, horses, blood, uh, (laughs) (laughs) pigs, uh, chickens everywhere. um, Sad people, bad people. Well, a lot of. Oh my God! I said. Oh, I said my wife. Oh my God! Do you remember what happened with me with Tears of Gold? Well, it's happening again. (laughs) Alejandro is giving me a new challenge. And, and and I said, well, okay, uh, only let me rest some days and we can talk again. And he said, yes, 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 we will talk uh, next week. So next week uh, we had a new conversation and, and I said, okay, Alejandro, please uh, explain me uh, what uh, what is your plan. And he said, well, I have a project, uh, Los Hijos del Topo. Uh, I have been trying to do uh... that movie uh... for a long time unfortunately uh... it's very expensive to do a movie so i would like to uh... try to sell that uh... in a different way Um and he said maybe uh... what we can do <clears throat> maybe what we can do is uh... we can try to create some kind of storyboard but storyboard uh... uh... Drove uh, for for you something that we can show uh, to a producer or I don't know. He said uh, I only want to see my my my, my story uh, in some way. He said and I said okay. Well, what I can do is uh, um, I can I can work on this. I can uh, I can do the the, the, the drawings uh, something like like a something like, um, like a storyboard, but, uh, but an storyboard is not my, my, one of the things that I want to, to, to do, because I can do something better than, than a storyboard. And he said, yes, yes, that's what I want. I want to, to have the story. I, I want to have, uh, uh, the, the main characters, the scenarios. I want to see everything about, uh, Los Hijos del Topo, but, uh, I want to see it, uh, Something like a movie. So I said, "Okay, well, let's do a let's do it like a movie," and um, and I started doing. uh, I started doing um, the main scenes uh, painted, and I um I started doing because he sent uh, the the script. So I I was reading and I started doing. Some uh, drawings for 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 that, and he said, "Okay, yes, this is what I want." He said, "We we should do this uh, like kind of uh, something, uh, something like an storyboard but uh, you can show it uh, like uh, like a comic book or something like that." So you so if someone. If a producer take a look of this, he can understand what I want, and and well, I say, okay, yes, yes, I I, I can do something like that. So um, that's what I'm doing now. I'm 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 uh, doing some things for him. I have been doing the the characters, the characters of the story, but but the characters are uh, in 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 painted uh, in. in um, like photographs, like um, imagine like a movie mm-hmm. and and you take uh, some of the frames of the movie. Something like that is what I'm doing with him. So uh, I don't know if, um, if what is going to happen uh, when I finish, but uh, eh, it also could be uh, easily uh, become becoming uh, like a comic book, uh, uh, but it also looks like a like a storyboard. It's a very strange thing. But the good thing about about all of this is that uh, we are working together. And this time, uh, we are working uh, together, but in a very more uh, uh, close way Mm -hmm. because uh, we are in touch uh, all the time uh, in video conference, so he can see how I work uh, in real time and, and he said uh, for this scene I want this and please move the camera to this place so he's like directing the movie and I'm following him uh, and, and this is a very very strange way to work but uh, but we are like um, working together Re- we we'll, we are working um, very very uh, close uh, in order to to achieve uh these um uh, these drawings uh, uh for well for based on the story
1: and I know it's a very personal work for him um that he's been trying for quite a long time to come out um so it should be it's pretty exciting to see how it's developed in such an odd collaborative way
2: mm-hmm Yes, and, and and for me, this is also refreshing. Refreshing my my spirit, uh, not only because uh, I'm working again uh, with him, but at the same time, uh, as an artist, uh, I think this is uh, make me making me to to grow. This is making me uh, to become be- I don't know how to say that, but I'm becoming a good, or I'm becoming a better artist because of this. Uh, because right now, I'm outside my comfort area, and this pushes me to work with uh, new things. Uh, to the same thing that I did with Hick I'm, uh, it's a, the thing that, that I'm doing right now, I'm like restarting. My career from um, from uh, a different point, from a different and and, and going into a different uh, direction.
1: Is there an end goal with the Son of El Topo, or is it just one of those things where you guys just explore it and
2: just see where it takes you? Well, the the thing is, uh, as I said, uh, this could be only like a art book mm-hmm. because I'm doing illustrations uh, but at the same time i'm drawing the scenes uh, of the of the story uh, in the only uh in the in the how do you say in the lang- in the language that i speak with my with my with my work which is comic books so the way I'm doing the Los Hijos del Topo is I'm doing some kind of storyboard uh, that at some point could become, uh, if you collect the, the whole thing, it could become like a comic book, too. So uh, at this point, we are not thinking very much about this mm-hmm. uh, and because we wanted to keep... Uh, all these with the same freedom, uh, because if you are uh, when you are start doing something uh, for a comic book, there are some I will say there are some restrictions, which means the the size of the page, uh, the the number of the panels and uh, things like that. So uh, if you are doing uh, art book, of course it also change because you can do uh, drawings with different sizes different styles so um, every every work or every project you do uh has its own uh, uh mm, it has its own rules and right now los hijos del topo doesn't have it the only <laughs> thing the only thing that we have uh, uh uh, for real is the script the original script uh, uh, and and i'm working with complete uh, uh, freedom on on that um, and 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 as as i said um and not only with freedom on that but uh, with mm, with alejandro um, because he said I, I um i want to to be the director of this and I say, okay, yes. You are the director. I'm the the cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm. He he. For example, the other day I was doing a drawing, and he said, no, 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 no. Uh, move the character a little bit to to the right or to the left. <laughs> uh, and I say, okay, yes. But because I work only digitally, uh, I don't have a problem doing that. So he can see uh, what I'm doing in real time. Yeah. And 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 in some way he. Uh, he's doing wha- what he does uh, best, which is uh, directing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also, uh, it's very good because um, uh, when I I said, Alejandro, I'm doing this illustration, it's about uh, the character uh, in this situation. Uh, what would you like uh, on this shot? And he said, uh, oh, okay, let me tell you. And, and he started... Start uh, reading the script, and then uh, he um, starts acting like how the characters should be moving, or what the expression in the face. Um, and, or for example, I was doing a, a, a I was doing a scene where some little uh, puppets move uh, on the on the screen, uh, and he said, "Yes, you need to put." Uh, uh, the poop, the puppets uh, uh, this way and they do and so he, he explained perfectly uh, what he wants so i I can follow him um, this is a very very i would say this is the most uh, personal project uh, I have been working uh, uh, on, on my life that's um I think that could be uh, the best. Uh, way to describe what I'm doing right now. It sounds fascinating because it sounds
0: similar to how he and Mobius were working on the Dune project, um, which, in, in, in an interesting cyclical way, is you know what became incal and, and, and Metabarians and so on. So I'm, I'm fascinated that wherever this ends up, uh, I, I think just from the of uh, a uh, spectator, um, I'm fascinated to see where you guys you guys go with this. Yeah considering where
2: that led to before. For me, um, one of the things that uh, I recall most when I was reading um, The Metal Hurland many years ago, uh, it was... um, It was... um, The... I'm not not sure if I said... um, an interview but it was a it was a metalhurland issue where you could see uh, all the dune project and i uh, i think um well it's difficult for me to put uh things uh with the with the right words but if i said uh the incal was the comic that uh makes me uh or made me uh to take the decision to become a comic book artist in the uh, in the other hand i would say seeing the works that uh giger did made me feel like uh, i should be a fine artist when i was looking the the dune uh the dune project in that in metal Hurlan where I could see Mobius works, I could see Giger's work, I could I could see uh, 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 Chris Force uh, artwork and, and I was I was reading about all of this I, I, I think I think this this vision the vision of Dune it's the vision that have been like the center of my artistic inspiration because it it reunites everything that I uh, love, which is Mobius, Giger, and of course the works that are uh, beautiful designs that Christopher Foss did for the spaceships and things like that. And if you see the the inkle I think the the inkle uh was made with that in mind mm-hmm. so uh, uh for me it's uh it's a round journey because uh my formula at the end of the day which is everything you do do it with a goal, uh, a goal uh, in your mind, with a target in your mind. And everything you do, eh, even the most small thing, do it, but thinking always in that direction. So uh, this is what I'm doing, I have been doing all my life, and and and, and that simple thing, it's... Uh, well it's uh what is um uh r- that that little thing did um all um everything for me that that um i don't i don't know how to say it in english but well it's yeah. it's
1: it's really neat because as you're working on the Inco, um and now which was the book that got you into comics and then you're also working on um, th- the son of El Topo, uh, with El Topo being um, Alejandro's like first major artistic work, in mm-hmm. a way. So there's there's all sorts of neat um, kind of circles being connected here of just like really important beginnings and these important endings in a way um, that makes
2: sense. Yes and and as i said for me um i i i feel very happy um because um every single thing i love um uh, it's it's uh, becoming a reality um and i'm and i'm i feel that i'm very uh, well uh, i i feel very i don't know how to say that uh, very blessed or uh for for all these because uh um i'm i'm doing what what i'm i'm doing what i want and and i'm doing this with the persons that i admire most uh so i i feel very very lucky about about this
1: I think this is kind of the perfect thing to end us on, Um, it's been really great talking to you, uh, Ladron, and really interesting to hear kind of where you're coming from, and exciting to see where you're going, Um, a reminder folks, Joe Keating and I have been talking to Ladron, whose latest book is The Final Incal uh, from Humanoids, are you going to be doing any signings at all for the book?
2: Yes, I will be doing, uh, signings, uh, for the final Inca in the next, uh, San Diego Comic-Con. I okay. will be there. Yeah.
1: Excellent. Um, so if people want to bring a heavy book to Comic-Con. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much. I really appreciate you, uh, taking the time out of your, your busy schedule. I'm sure Alejandro has you drawing up a storm, um, so yeah, it was a huge
0: pleasure, and uh, yeah, absolutely. Like Robin said, absolutely fascinating to to, to talk with you and get that the insights. So thank you very much for taking that
2: time. On contrary, um, I feel so happy to to um, well to, to to speak with you um, to have this uh, good uh, opportunity to to um, well to tell some. Some stories, some some sad and some fun stories, and <laughs> um, yeah, because artist life is not everything. Not, it's not a glamour thing sometimes. But uh, but well, I feel so so happy to to um, about this. Um, and and well, I I hope uh, every, everybody uh, enjoys this uh, this conversation.
1: Um Dave Taylor told me a story um a person <laughs> who's worked with uh Mobius or very uh you know about how uh Mobius made a comment about how the three of you were like spiritual brothers
2: yes uh <laughs> yes well there are some things that sometimes uh makes you um uh, something when you feel that something inside of you uh It's moving, or uh, when you feel your your heart shrinking. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, yes. I I know. Uh, Dave, let me tell you something before we finish. Uh, uh, I owe a lot to Dave Taylor. When I was uh, the first time uh, in San Diego, uh, he was one of the I would say maybe the only one who saw my work and he said, uh, this is my recommendations for you. He was like, a, and he was, and he always has been like my big brother. Um, I I speak with him uh, eh, often, and I always, uh, I love Dave. He, he has been, my real my real uh brother. I, I'm only I only have a sister but he's my brother. Um, and Dave uh we share we share the same feelings. Uh, we we had a lot of things in common. Um, and and Dave uh talking with Mobius uh once Uh, Mobius says that to him about uh, we share the same, we come from the same universe or something like that. And when Dave told me about that, I was it was very very um, it was very uh, uh, touching. The other thing that uh, I don't don't say this very much uh, is something that Alejandro told me. after the first Incal comic book came out he showed it to Mobius and, uh, and I remember that Alejandro told me something that Mobius said about it and and Mobius said this is this is a good way to die he said so uh when Alejandro told me that I I was um I was very very touching um uh, it was a very I was happy but at the same time I was um so sad because um well I some months well some years later uh Mobius passed away but uh, I think uh <sighs> What Mobius was trying to say is uh, he was happy to see that uh, it, I I was doing something uh, something that was it was okay. So, uh, but yes, that kind of stories, uh, uh, as I said, some some happy stories, some sad stories. But but uh, well, well, that's life.
1: It sounds like there's, I mean, it's, I mean, like Dave said, there's something you guys all share and there's such a, it's such a neat closeness that you're all so far away, but you're still, there's something connecting you.
0: Well, it's like, uh, Jodorowsky would keep referring to his collaborators on Dune as like fellow spiritual warriors, you know, brought in by (laughs) this cosmic kismet and everything. And it (laughs) seems like you three certainly fall under that as well. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I agree. <laughs>
1: Perfect. Um thank you so much Ladron Uh thank you for that that piece at the end. That was really nice. Um Yeah.
2: Thank you very much for for this. Thank, thank you. you very much.